All right, we're live. Awesome. All right, I'll kick it off. I'm Steve Homer. I'm the Vice President of UPA, and this is the UPA Podcast. Real quick, UPA is an organization of about 1,800 guys now in five states. We just put some people on in Florida. And uh, we have offered the best commercial liability policy for service tax and industry today. We uh, also are all about providing value for our members. Uh, I've been in the business for about 30 years. I've been in UPA for 30 years. There's uh, no job in UPA I haven't done, it seems like. And right now I'm vice president of UPA. So anyway, let me kick it over to Joe. Hi, I am Joe Mishik. I am in Phoenix, Arizona. I am going into my 21st year in the swimming pool industry. Um, I recently met uh, Steve about a year ago when I joined uh, UPA. I came over from IPSA and him and I have been good friends since that time and we wanted to start something for the swimming pool industry to kick off um, 2019 with a podcast and we're going to keep this thing rolling probably once a week you'll see uh, every podcast with people from all over the industry um, today we have a really great guy with us um, somebody that's an outlier in this industry uh, started a group on Facebook uh, swimming pool industry workers and pool pros only group they're blowing up um, this guy's name is Jason Brosby well, uh, glad to have him with us today, and I will hand it over to him. All right. Good morning, guys. Thank you very much for having me on your uh, video podcast here. My name is Jason Broswell. Um, I own Pool Service by Jason in Los Angeles in the San Fernando Valley, um, going in my 11th year now. Um, I also uh, own the Swimming Pool Industry Workers and Pool Pros Only Facebook group. Um, and it started out pretty small. The reason I started the group, um, I was in another group um, on Facebook in a Facebook group, and there was just a lot of friction, a lot of tension. And uh, I just kind of figured things were going to go south eventually, and they kind of did. And so I started a new group, actually, while I was still in the old group, you know, just to try and, you know, bring some of the people over. And, and you know, there was a lot of bullying and finger pointing and name calling and, you know, some, some, you know, I'm all about educating those coming into the industry and trying to, you know, bring them up to a higher level. And, you know, some people were just, you know, bashing or, you know, the 30 year old guy is like, Oh, how do you not know how to do that? Well, you know, I just got to tell the guy there was a time where you didn't know how to do that. You know, you mm -hmm. don't know if this is this guy's second day on the job, but we're all here to, you know, try and help each other and, and better the industry. You're so right about that, Jason. You get these guys on the internet who become bullies. If you're standing face to face with them, they'd never say the stuff they say on the internet because they get smacked. <laughs> so yeah. Now they can be jerks and not worry about getting hit. <laughs> right. So, you know, when I first came into the industry 11 years ago, I was super green. I made mistakes, mm -hmm. but those are, the, those are your learning opportunities. And uh, there's no better teacher than learning from a mistake. Very true. Very true. Hey, well, Joe um, mentioned he joined UPA about a year ago. You just joined a couple of months ago. How, how's that experience for you? Yeah, it's been a really good experience. Um, previously, I was a CPA member, and things are great. You know, they provide you know a good package and everything over there. But one thing I felt that was lacking was they're not really a bunch of pool guys. And with UPA, 
it's like a it's like a brotherhood. It's kind of like a bunch of pool guys trying to help a bunch of pool guys, and they understand like what your daily struggles are and what you're going through. And uh, you know, I'm pretty new, and I I really haven't grasped everything that's available to PA members, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, just the last couple months, it's been really great. Um, you know, the camaraderie, the communication level. Like honestly, my old uh, my old CPA. I never heard from anybody for two years. Not one. <laughs> so, you know, with you and, and, and Joe and, you know, other members, like there's just constant contact and back and forth. Um, it's been really great. Uh, the reason I, I wanted to join UPA is, you know, I was reading through, I don't know if it was, I think it was Service Industry News, and they had mentioned that UPA was starting a virtual chapter where people didn't have to, you know, go hang out at seven o'clock at night at the bowling alley or, you know, something like that. So to me that appealed because, you know, we're all super busy. We're all working into the, the dark and getting up at five in the morning to go start our pool route. Or do right. Nobody, nobody wants to cross town and traffic and stuff to go to a meeting. I think this virtual chapter is going to be huge for service guys out there because you can get the insurance and the value you need from a group, but you don't have to go to the meetings. You know, all we're asking is that you pick up a couple emails a month. And the other thing I ask is that they join your group because your group is, is better than a chapter meeting every day. I mean, yeah. there's, there's more shit going on there than, than any chapter meeting. So, it, yeah. it, it, and you know, it, you can see it and watch it and read it when you, whenever you want, you don't have to uh, be drug over there at the end of the day when you're tired and you really don't want to look at this crap. So, um, I think this is the wave of the future, you know, get, get yeah. the information online through groups like yours. And gosh knows there's countless videos out there for us to learn from. And you don't get those in a chapter meeting. So we're excited about the, uh, the internet chapter and the virtual chapter and having you in there, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Technology has been a great tool for us in the pool industry. You know, some people can read a book or read instructions and they get it. Some other people learn by doing it repetitively. So, you know, the video, at least you have a reference and you're watching somebody do it. And you might pick up something. Um, so technology has been great. When I first started the group, you know, I didn't think it was going to blow up as big as it did. Um, I never, ever thought of the international aspect. But, <laughs> you know, we have 1,400 members now and it grows every day by 10 or 15. But, you know, there's people from all over the world, New Zealand, Australia, Spain, Portugal, all over Europe, South America, um, all over the United States. And it's, it's really great for people to see what's going on in all these other regions. Like, you know, we don't do pool service in California like they do pool service in Michigan or in New York or Florida or Pennsylvania where they close pools. So it gives us, you know, people that don't do that an insight. And, uh, you know, sometimes somebody will post a picture and there's three inches of snow on the ground and, and you're, you're sitting here in Southern California and your flip-flops complaining that it's 65 and they're <laughs> over there five degrees. So, you know, kind of makes you humble. Well, yeah, yeah, I find that fascinating seeing how pe different people do it across the country and even across the world. It's outstanding. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been uh it's been an eye opener to watch your group unfold. I mean, we all have learned different methods. Um, Steve pointed out the fact that people are learning uh, everything every day on what people post and helping each other out and 
I think that's one of those things that is one of what Steve and I wanted to bring this podcast to the industry for was to kind of unfold this um, growth and uh, excitement that's out there to help people learn, you know, not just hold on to these practices that some of these practices that we're doing range chemistry and whatever you want to talk about our old practices, the LSI, ORP, all these different things that are coming on uh, that are very helpful and very useful people need to know about. And by having your group, I mean, I go on my life or just on my uh, Facebook uh, stream or uh, what's it called? Uh, Newsfeed. And I go on your group and I can't even find the next day, you know? So um, I'm like, how much stuff have I missed? You know? Right. You know, it's good. And, you know, I just think about it from my standpoint. When I first came into the industry, there was nothing like this. You know, somebody had Mm -hmm. to either take us out and show us how to do something or teach us or you sat on hold for 45 minutes with tech support and they kind of tried to walk you through it. Um, You know, there's hundreds of years of experience in this group from builders, service people, plaster companies, manufacturer reps, you know, try to cover all bases and get everybody in this group. And a lot of times somebody might be stuck. And instead of picking up the phone and calling tech support and sitting on hold, they jump on Facebook, they go into the group, post a picture, say, hey, I'm working with this. I got this problem. What can I do? And you're going to have instantly 10, 15 people chime in and say, oh, yeah, that's this, this, you need to do this. I've had experience with it. This worked for me. This didn't work for me. So, you know, it's like an instantaneous tool that you have. Pick out your smartphone, get on there, ask some questions. There's no wrong question. Right. You know, if somebody needs to come and ask a question that helps them close the the gap on something they're not 100% sure on, I'd rather see them do that than, you know, take a whack at it and, you know, take a chance of, not doing it correctly there's right so screwing many- up and losing an account that's the that's the worst thing we can do yeah so. I mean, we're, we're all in somebody else's backyard every day and uh you know if something does go south and you make a mistake it can be huge and you know like i was talking with you the other day looking at you know upa's claims you know upa is real transparent and that's one thing i like and they say look these are our claims for the year and sad to say, most of them were water damage from pool guys leaving the water on. Pool guys, don't touch the water. Boy, that's leave, the best message going. Leave right. it to the homeowner to fill their pool. That's their only job is to swim in the pool and maintain the water level. So yep. pool guys out there, if you're listening, stop touching the water. That's so right, because when you when you overflow a pool and you might flood a house, well, you might have insurance that covers that, but you're going to lose the account. I mean, the homeowner's going to look at you and go, get out of here. You just flooded my house. So you're trying to help them, and you end up losing the account. Why Why do it? you got to get them to do it. They're doing it anyway because you can't put in a week's worth of water in the summer. So they've yeah. got to put some in. Just make them put it all in. Right, right. And, and honestly, if, if your homeowner is so relaxed that – they can't put water in their pool, might not be the right account for you. <laughs> that's right. But, you know, Amen. that's something that, that we talk about in the group is, you know, raising the standard and best practices and 
you know, all these pool guys are just sharing all their history and their personal experiences. And it's just a, it's become a great teaching tool. It's not just a hangout for a bunch of pool guys that talk bad about their homeowners and tell jokes and, you know, people post pictures of crazy stuff they see every day or animals that they rescued from the pool, you know, well, and I think what's I think what's great. Sorry, not to interrupt. I think what's great is you may not know some like you may not realize that you're going to learn something just by looking at your group page. You know, you might see something pop up and go, "Wow, I never knew that," or "I wasn't expecting to learn that." So it's not just people asking questions, and you know, you see people answer the questions that you already know. There's going to be stuff that guys like Steve and I never seen before. You know that might get answered, which is, I mean, it's helpful to everyone. I think that's what's great about what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I've been working on pools every day for 11 years. I've never closed the pool. We're in Southern California. It doesn't happen here. Um, Mm -hmm. So seeing these guys and and how they do it and how they close their pools and what works and what doesn't, you know, I never thought – you know, add antifreeze to a pool, but it happens. So that's, you know, you see these new things. So, you know, God forbid you end up working in a different region, move, wife gets a job transfer. You got to go, you know, you've been doing pools in California. Next thing you know, you're in, in Nashville, Tennessee. At least you have some baseline of like what goes on in that region. Cause you've been on the group. I mean, it's been sure. a really helpful teacher tool. A lot of manufacturer reps in there. So if you have a problem with something, something breaks, you know, they're there to help you. And that's the rep's job is they're there to support the industry. And uh, it's one thing that I love. Um, Zodiac recently has really, really been back in the aftermarket pool industry. And they've been real active in social media. And they're kind of the only ones that I see really attacking the social media market. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of pool guys on there. Why not? So mm-hmm. they've been really helpful and their tech support is in the group and they respond immediately. I've seen people post pictures and, you know, like I have this janty thing. It's not working. What can I do to fix it guys? And then somebody from Zodiac tech support comes in and says, blah, blah, blah. This is the warranty. This is how you can fix it. If you need any further support, here's my direct number. Give me a call. I'll walk you through it. That's amazing to have that in your group. I mean, just in the group. So you don't have to pick up your phone and call tech support and push one for English and all that. You just bypass (laughs) all that and go right into the group and then tech supports right there. It's really great. Now you're not just saying it's you. I'm just no. kidding. Because yeah. <laughs> you post a lot. I'm blown away with how much you're active in it. You know, it's uh, it's one of these things that, you know, Steve and I, we put ourselves out there to put stuff like, like this together for people. Um, we see it out of guys like Harold Evans with Arenda. You know, you put yourself out there. Uh, not that you have a company as big as his, but at the same time, you're leading by doing this and it's just that active support that um and i say this to people watching if you want to be at the top of your field you just got to put yourself out there because stuff like this pays off and i i know that you're a perfect example for that jason so yeah i appreciate that you know 
I believe in leading by example. I could have started a Facebook group and just started it and let people run away with it. But then mm -hmm. it doesn't become personal, you know, you know, um, I kind of look at it from the aspect of what was missing in the other Facebook group that I was in. And it was that personal connection, you know, so I've made tons of friends on this group, you know, all over the country. And we talk all the time. We talk every day. You know, I talk to people in Florida, people in Arizona, people in Texas, like almost on a daily basis, you know, they'll text me or we'll chat or whatever, like driving from one job to the other. Um, so it's, it's brought the industry together and it's a group for everybody to share ideas. Also, it's not just, Oh, I got this broken thing. What can I do? Um, the industry is in a weird spot right now. And, and we've been just, stuck in a rut for so long with our, our practices and our standards and the everything's changing, you know, pool surfaces are changing, chemicals are changing, you know, the LSI has become more prominent in our industry where we're understanding water chemistry better, advanced water chemistry. There's, you know, all kinds of new different surfaces that are on pools and we need to learn how to take care of those properly. And, uh, you know, Orenda has been really helpful and really pushed in the boundaries on uh, teaching proper water chemistry and the LSI. And they have this amazing new app. If you don't know about it, it's called Orenda. It's free. Download it in your uh, Google Play Store or your iTunes. You can just plug in all your chemistry numbers and it's going to tell you what you need to do. It's going to tell you if your water is etching or it's scaling. Um, you know, there's tons and tons of video content on there. Arenda's done a really good job of putting all their content in one spot on this app. There's just videos you can watch and startup yep. practices. That is an amazing app. I go along with you. When I first got in the business, the only place I got education was at the yearly trade show, and they had a whole bunch of classes. And you're running there with your notebook and stuff, taking notes like a madman, trying to trying to absorb this information in in a quick style. And I remember learning about the LSI. I'm like, oh my goodness, how much math do I got to do to figure out this LSI crap? I never got there. And when when uh, Arenda came out with the with the uh, LSI app, well, that just that was a game changer for me. And I can't tell enough people to download that thing and use it. It's uh, it, it makes a giant difference in what we do every day, and keeps us out of trouble, and keeps us from ruining plaster for more for one thing yeah. or losing accounts. Yeah, and I, I mean, I use that app every day. And it calluses in your mind once you use it enough and you enter in your values and your readings, you just kind of guess in your mind because you've done it repetitively so long. You kind of know, like, my water's super aggressive or my water's super scaling just by using it so much. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Before, you know, like when they were teaching CPO and everything, it was a 15-minute equation to figure out your LSI, you had to pull a chart and this factor and minus this and your calcium this and you know your adjusted alkalinity. The app does it all for you in seconds. That's right. Um, a, little, a lot of guys get that app and the first thing they go is, well, I can't do this in every pool. I, I can't bring this out for every pool, but and I'm not telling you to do it on every pool. After a while, you, you get to know your pools, you get to know the, the water characteristics and how they're going to move and so forth, but uh, you do it enough, it's pretty easy. And like you say, you kind of get the values and you kind of know what it's going to say before you're done here anyway. So, right. But yeah. the biggest thing is water temperature. You know, in the winter, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, not, not to leave the Southern Hemisphere people out, 
but the northern hemisphere uh, i mean that water gets cold and, and boy does it get aggressive and the lsi app uh proves that yeah absolutely and it's just fun to play with sometimes too even if you're not at a pool you know you're just on your phone you know everybody sits with their phone in their face all day now um play with it you know adjust the temperature down from 78 to 50 and see what happens your water may be balanced in the summer but as soon as it starts getting cold you have to adjust your your your, your chemicals in the winter to compensate for that cold water because you could have perfectly balanced water in august and just keep it the same come november when it's 50 to 50 or 60 degrees all of a sudden you're etching your plaster you don't even know it until it's too late that's right yeah that's right so it's smart and it's wise to hang on to that thing and use it and yeah you know i guess you get some guys with 200 pools are scared to death they might fall behind they dip the strip and run you know but uh if you but take I mean, a little extra time, you really help your customer out. Yeah, the bottom line is you're there to care for the pool and the customer and keep their best interest. So honestly, it takes seconds to plug in a couple numbers in an app and it'll give you dosage too. So let's say your pool does need some acid or some bicarb. It's going to tell you exactly how much you need down to like, it's going to say 13.2 pounds. So you don't forget the two pounds. A lot of people for a long time have just been overdosing their pool and that waste product waste money so the app's going to tell you to the ounce exactly how many ounces of what product you need to get your pool back in balance so it's a, it's a great tool so what is one of the things that you think jason uh either for your group or the future moving forward like what do you think this year has in store for you and the industry well, maybe i mean you talked on zodiac i think that's a big deal um one that probably shouldn't be made light of because you know we've always heard the internet has uh been bad for our industry and you know it's kind of inevitable but uh what, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, mention as far as what you see down the road well i think technology has been advancing in the pool industry so much and all these new products are coming out and I'm really an advocate for education, continued education. You know, it's great. You have your CVP or your CPO or your APSP, NSP, whatever, but you have to maintain that things are changing constantly, especially right now. Um, everybody's being super competitive and they want the leading edge technology. So get out and take a class, you know, Zodiac has classes, Pentera has classes, you know, Genesis has classes all across the country all year long. And like, you know, you said the only time you used to get education is if you went to a trade show or you might get 15 minutes of education at an IPSA meeting. But is that enough? I don't think so. Um, everything's becoming connected to the Internet. So you even have to touch up on your, your IT skills. Um, so everybody wants convenience. So everything's going to be streamlined, automated, voice activated, you know, um, this year, a lot of new products are probably going to come out and you're going to have to learn how to service those products. So take a class. They're not expensive. Um, they're held all around the country. And, uh, so, and then the recent thing that Jandy's done with, um, announcing that they quit the internet is great. Um, I think we've all been in that point where you're trying to sell a piece of equipment 
to a homeowner because what they want maybe something more energy efficient um, they want to go green or something broke and they have to replace it and you're selling it to them and they're all hold on one minute and they jump on their phone and they get on Amazon and they're like well here you're trying to sell it to me for 1600 and Amazon has it for 900 and then you have to tell them, I'm sorry, but Amazon's not going to come out and install it for you, and you're not going to get any warranty purchasing it online. And then they think, okay, maybe what if it breaks? Then I'm screwed. But we've all been in that that place where the homeowner's going to price shop you, and you know they just you know want the lowest price. They don't care about anything else. It's just they're price conscious. So for Jandy to go and take all their products off the internet. It's been great um, backing the, especially the aftermarket industry. You know, when you're building a pool, you know, you're already spending 40, 50, 70, $100,000. They're not going to handle you on the pool equipment because they're most likely financing it anyway. But the aftermarket guy that's uh, out there doing, you know, 200 pools and taking time to explain to the homeowner all the benefits and, and things of the, the product they're trying to sell them and then for the person to go, well, I can buy it cheaper than you can buy it at, at distribution. I'm just going to buy it on Amazon. You lose that sale. But then they want you to still install it also, and you got to tell them, sorry, that's not going to happen. So Jandy's really been in play in backing the, the pool professional, and I think their stance might even change not just everybody else in this industry, but other industries as well. They're going to take a look at Jandy and go, wow, they're really backing our trade and they're taking their products off the internet so that only pool professionals can purchase them and install them. I think that might bleed over even to other industries, HVAC or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, it's, I, and I commend Jandy and making this stance and, and helping us grow as an industry and protecting, you know, our, you know, we're all family men. Every, most people in the pool industry, they're all doing it to support their family. So it's helping put money back in our wallet. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, it's like going to your auto mechanic and saying, hey, uh, you know, that thrust bearing that went out on my transmission or, you know, whatever. I need, I, first of all, I need to shop that and then I'm going to give it back to you and then you're going to be the one to install it. It's like you would never do that. Yeah. Um, there's this, there's this old analogy. So... There's this old analogy I remember. God, I must have heard it like 20 years ago. Um, you don't take your own steak to the restaurant and ask them to cook it for you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's that's true. You know, and another thing people do, they'll buy it on the internet and they'll buy the wrong part. So if I buy this on the internet when you put it in, I've said, sure, Brent, go out there. I got the wrong part. Yeah. Well, here, will you come in the house and get on the internet with me and show me the right part? Yeah. yeah, great. I, I got to give you a little expertise for I nothing. Had that exact same thing happened where I had a homeowner's um, remote for their Easy Touch went out their their wireless remote, and you know their son dropped it in the pool and you know ruined it. And I told him, you know, a new one's I don't know what it was, four hundred bucks or whatever, seven hundred bucks. I don't remember. And uh, you know, a week or two later, I'm in their backyard on their service day, and here comes this lady out with the you know. Uh, easy touch remote, but she got the easy touch light and it's not compatible. And she's like, Oh, can you program this for me? I got it on, on eBay. And I'm like, well, it's not the right one. So what do you mean? It's not the right one. It looks the same. 
They said, well, it may look the same, but it's not going to work. <laughs> you contact Pentair and explain to them what you did, and they'll, you know, tell you the same thing if you don't want to take my word for it. But, you know, so it happens. I've, I've experienced that people buy stuff online, and they do buy the wrong thing. Um, oh, yeah. I, I had a lady once buy a motor, and it was the right motor. And I, I said, you know, by the time you buy the motor, pay for shipping, have me come out and put it in, it's a, I'm not going to be that much more when you start doing the math. And the other part is, I'm going to warranty this motor. If this motor quits, I'm going to get another one to put in there for no cost to you. Sure enough, that motor quit in the first two months. Yeah. And she, she says, the motor quit. And I go, okay, what do you want me to do? She goes, will you take it out so I can send it back? I said, sure. And I gave her a number. It's going to be 160 bucks for me to take that out. Well, wait a minute. Uh, you just put it in. Uh, hey, it's your motor. What do you want me to do? You want me to put it in? You want me to take it out? You want me to put it in a box? You want me to take it to the, to the damn post office? I will, but you're going to pay me for what I'm doing here. Yeah, exactly. And when we got all done, she ended up paying more for that motor because she had yeah. to swap it out and pay me. It's That's usually the case. I had the same instance a couple years back. Guy bought a, a Pentair Whisper Flow on, on the internet. I don't remember where he bought it from, but when he got it, he uh, asked me to install it and it was, it was a complete Chinese knockoff. I mean, the box looked perfect and everything. I picked up the box and it was super light. You know, they're heavy. So, you know, it ended up like almost falling backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, I opened it and the packaging was all weird because they used that spray foam in there to insulate it. And that was missing. And But the motor was like a little stubby plastic motor. And I told the guy, I'm like, this is not right. This is, you know, a knockoff. Right or whatever and he's like no i bought it from this pool company online and i was like well i'm telling you as a professional here look on my phone this is what a real one looks like this is what yours looks like the motor's half the size has a plastic frame um just like he's like well i don't care just put it in you know so i you know how long did that thing last <laughs> uh, two weeks <laughs> so it's all glued in and everything and he calls me this damn motor quit i'm like i told you it was fake you didn't want to listen to me tried to tell you to return it then you just wanted your pool to work so then he wanted me like you he wanted me to take it out because he had to ship it back and i told him like look it's gonna be 175 dollars for me to come and remove that thing now he's like well you just put it in i said well i tried to save you this whole problem in the beginning by telling you this thing's not legit it's fake i even contacted pentair right in front of him and talked to my rep and asked the rep and the rep was aware that there were some imitation knockoffs out there. He had never seen one. So I sent pictures to Pentair. You know, the guy was just furious, furious. And I said, look, remember two weeks ago when I said this isn't right? It's not going to work. It's it's imitation. You probably paid full price for it. Send it back. And you just said, no, put it in, put it in. So, you know, I, I did what you paid me for. And now I'm going to charge you $175 to take it out so you can ship it back. And, well, that, that, uh, the lesson of, of the lesson know, of the cheap deal is not always the best deal. It's yeah, learned again. Yeah, <laughs> good. And another thing that I'm trying to do with the group, I mean, with all my clients and everything, is is educate them in the industry. And you know, there's been a stigma that's been with the pool industry for a long time that that all pool guys do everything the same. And and homeowners when they're shopping for pool service. You know, they just think it doesn't matter who comes in my yard. They're all going to do the same thing. All pool service is the same. And try to explain them. There's different levels of service. Some people are licensed. Some people aren't. Some people are insured. Some people aren't. Um, you know, and so many people, like, 
I'm sure you guys have all experienced this. People call you and say, hi, I'm looking for pool service. How much do you charge? Mm -hmm. And that right off the bat is just the wrong approach. And everybody just price shops and thinks every pool service is going to come into the yard and do the same thing. But, you know, once you get to talk to them and you ask them, you know, hey, why are you looking for new pool service? Oh, my guy hasn't come for two weeks and I've texted him, I've called him, I've emailed him and he hasn't responded. And I was like, well, how much are you paying him? Oh, $60 a month. And I said, well, if you think that you $60, that's what you get for $60, you know, imagine what you get for $100. And they're like, oh my God, you charge $100. And I'm like, yeah, and you have to sit there and explain to them, like, look, we come, we need the door tag, we'll send you an email, we'll send you pictures of your pool, their timestamp. You know, I recently started using Skimmer, which is a great app if you guys don't know about it. Um, it's just super streamlined to put in all your chemical readings, take a picture, and it emails it to the client. Um, takes, you know, 30 seconds, and the, the client gets an email that says, hey, your pool was just serviced, we were just here, we added a tablet, um, 16 ounces of bicarb, whatever, um, this is your water chemistry readings, uh, we noticed you had a pool cleaner hose broken, we'll replace it next week, it's $12. And they know every time you're in their backyard, there's no more, hey, did you come this week? It doesn't happen. So that skin wrap's pretty cool. Some people use Ion. There's a lot of software out there too. All this technology is gonna help you become a better pool service technician and keep constant contact with your customer. And that's one thing I've noticed lately. The trend is homeowners want convenience. They don't really even, some of them don't even really care about the price. They just wanna know that you're there, their pool's healthy, safe, and that constant contact with text messaging or pictures or apps that they're, you know, sitting at work and they get a message and they pick up their phone and like, oh, okay, my pool service guy was just there. Wow, there's a picture, pool sure looks clean. Maybe I should turn on that hot tub on the way home in my iAquaLink app. And, uh, you know, just technology's been amazing. And Jason, how long have you, Jason, how long have you been using Skimmer? Um, I started in December, so just last month. It had been on my, okay. you know, horizon, and I've been thinking about it and thinking about it, and then because I, I actually helped. No, I, I just wanted to say I actually helped develop that app with uh, oh, really? Ron Hash and the originator of it, Ethan. Just happy to hear that you're using it. That's something we hadn't even discussed or I even knew, but uh, I know Ron is a guy that we want to have on here, so. Yeah. Really excited to hear you talk yeah. about it. You know, I started, I was, my ideal was I wanted to use it come spring and summer when it gets busy. But mm -hmm. I figured I better start using it now, learn it, figure out all its ins and outs. I mean, it's a great app, guys. Um, you can create shopping lists, all kinds of stuff on there, work orders. So there's all this technology now to help people that it wasn't there before. It, it don't think of it as, as a crutch. It's really there to help you guys be more efficient. Um, we do so much in our day and we forget stuff because we have 15, 20 pools on our minds and we've got to get to them and get them done. We want to get home or go out to dinner with our wives or girlfriends or go see our kids. So there's all this stuff on our mind We're driving around town all day. I mean, I've done it. You forget stuff. And, yeah. One uh, of the things that, 
touching on technology and uh, best practices, all these things, one of the things that mentioning apps and software, um, Ion Skimmer, uh, uh, there's another one I'm forgetting, um, but all these, what they do, because sometimes I'll hear guys say, hey, I don't have time for that. You know, That's just going to take more time than me just writing in my route card for the day, which, and I tell guys, I go, can you take all of your route cards and formulate them together to actually give you real data that you can then use to see if you're making money or saving money or spending too much money? And they can't. I mean, it would take them hours to do that. So that's, the, that's what these are about. And that's what I want guys and ladies out there to understand is there's they're helping you just like jason said but they're helping you from a standpoint of you can calculate all this data now because you have them in a you know excel type process behind the scenes obviously in some of these apps but um you know you can formulate and i know that's one of the goals i don't know i'm not sure how many of the apps are given that kind of data um pushing that forward as far as like you know, how much uh, chems you're using throughout the year because I kind of use something on my own. But um, that's the beauty of it is to actually you can go in and calculate all these things. So, yeah, it's it's great, too. I mean, unless you're at the office, you don't really know what's going on. And that skimmer app has history. So it can help you point mm -hmm. out a problem. You're at a pool and you're entering in your chemical information and you enter in oh, my filter PSI is at 28. And then the history says, you just cleaned that pool, that filter two months ago. And you're like, hey, wait a minute. I just cleaned that filter two months ago. Oh yeah, why is it at 28 PSI again? So then you have to figure out what the problem is. High baler load, oils, or problem with the filter, whatever. So then that's a sales opportunity for you to go to the homeowner and say, hey, look, I know I just cleaned your filter two months ago, pressure's back up, let's take it apart, figure out what's going on, and then you gotta charge them for a filter service. But, so the history that it logs in Skimmer is great. Um, it keeps all your chemical readings from however long you've been servicing that pool. You can list all their pool equipment, so if they call you and say, hey, I can't figure this out, blah, 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 I wanna use my spa. And instead of you trying to figure out, okay, what pool is that? What equipment do they have? Because you're servicing 200, 300 pools. Skimmer app, you can list all their equipment, take a picture of their equipment, store it in, in the app. So you just pull it up and you have a picture of, of what they're seeing right there. And you can say, hey, you see that valve that's all the way to the left? That's your pool cleaner valve. You closed it, so that's why your pool cleaner's not moving move it to like the 11 o'clock position, it's gonna open up the suction to your pool cleaner. Cause you have that picture of their pool equipment stored in your skimmer app. So that I really commend those guys. That's they, awesome. They covered all their bases with that app. Yeah. You know. Steve, you have anything you wanna add? Oh, um, not a whole <laughs> lot. I think we've covered a lot of stuff here. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, one thing I did wanna talk about, um, a lot of people, they always ask me like, you know, you're so bright, you're so, you know, easy to communicate with and stuff like that. Like, you know, they're like, how long have you been in the pool industry? And they think like, oh, I've been doing it like 30, 40 years. But honestly, I've only been doing it like a little over 10 years. Um, my background was 
business background. I worked in corporate America at NBC Universal for a dozen years after I got out of college. So um, I got into the pool industry just by chance. You know, a lot of people that are in the pool industry, they grew up in the pool industry or their parents were in the pool industry and they just, you know, graduated into it or took over their parents' pool business or whatever. But I come from a different standpoint where I was in college and then worked in corporate America you know, wore a suit and tie every day up on the 33rd floor and finance and marketing was my background. And, you know, you just get to a point where you just get burned out. And, you know, I used to sit in my corner office and I used to look down, you know, into the plaza and everybody's walking their dog or, you know, having coffee or taking a walk or riding their bike or running. And I'm just like envious of those people because here I am, you know, stuck in this office. And I just got to the point where NBC had a merger with GE and it disrupted the company and I was like I just need to change I just got to get out of this office and uh, you know I didn't know where I was going to go I didn't know what I was going to do but I just knew that I just couldn't sit in that office anymore you know after 12 years and uh, I just started looking at job ads you know and I just found there was a pool builder up in uh, Santa Clarita GI construction and uh, they were just looking for somebody to help them on their service side and, uh, you know, I was like, well, I had a pool when I was a kid, you know, that's, you know, as much as I knew when I came into the industry and, uh, went and met with them and, you know, really good. They build really high end signature pools. And so that's where I got my start. I was, I was the new guy. I was that green guy that didn't know a sand filter from a DE filter from a cartridge filter when I first started. And, uh, that was 10 years ago, worked for them for a couple of years started learning their construction service side design side um they did it all and then uh you know so that's where i got my start i came into the industry totally green so don't think that you have to have all this pool knowledge when you come into the pool industry i mean if you're listening to this and you're thinking about oh maybe i want to do pools take the chance um you know when i when i hire pool guys you know that I need a new service tech or whatever. A lot of times the better guy is going to be the one that has no experience because it's really easy to teach good practices. It's really hard to fix bad habits because they're just burned in your mind. True way of doing it. It might not be the best way or the correct way. So changing bad habits is a lot harder than teaching new ones. Um, but so I worked for GI construction for you know a little over two, two and a half years. And it's owned by two brothers, and like any two brothers, they fought and decided they were going to split up the company. And a couple of guys in the company, some other service techs and some of their construction guys were, you know, just like, you know, we're just going to go start our own thing over here. And then uh, I thought about it, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe it's time for me to, you know, spread my wings and go start my own thing too. And I thought, you know, how hard could it be? And uh, I learned the hard way. <laughs> that uh, it just blew up in my face. You know, I thought, oh, I'll start out small. You know, I'd never owned a business before, so it's kind of a learning experience there, getting all your licenses, your registration with the city, tax mm -hmm. number, employer ID number, everything like that. Um, but, uh, you know, just started taking classes with the manufacturers and taking what I knew from working the service side for that company for a little while, but there's so much more you need to know. So 
don't be afraid to go take a class. Even if you've been doing pools for 30 years, you're going to take away something from that class that you didn't know before. You're absolutely right. Yeah. There has been so much change. When I got in this business, we had bronze pumps and millivolt heaters. I mean, you didn't have, I mean, you didn't really need to know that much. And I was good at fixing millivolt heaters, but heaters are constantly changing. You've got to stand on the forefront of this stuff. You've got to take a class. Uh, pumps, obviously, they've changed quite a bit from a bronze pump that can just run dry for a week and then put a little water and it primes up. So you have to stay on top of that. No, doesn't matter how, how old you are, how long you've been around. Yeah. Um, everything is just pushing the envelope with technology now. It's everything just, they just want everything more efficient, more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. And, you know, even the government's come in and going, you need to make this more efficient. So they just add all this technology to it. And, uh, I mean, not to say anything bad about some guys in the industry, but they've just been doing things so long the same way and they skip all this. Like I've had guys that have been in the pool industry for way longer than I've been, you know, 15, 20 years. And they'll call me up and, uh, I'll be like, Hey, I got this, I got this new IntelliFlow pump. I don't know how to program it. How do I do it? And, you know, I, I kind of got to step back and go, wait, wait, IntelliFlow pumps have been out for like 10 years. How do you <laughs> know how to program it yet? And they're like, well, I just, you know, have somebody else do it or I just don't have the time to learn it. But once you learn it, it's so simple. So it's know, funny you bring up the it's funny you bring up the IntelliFlow because when you said you got into the business 10 years ago, I got into the business about 20 years ago. So yeah. the funny thing is when I started, uh, guys were shocking swimming pools. And then about 10 years ago, right about when you came in, maybe a little bit longer than that, maybe 15 years ago. Uh, phosphate removers came on the scene and right. that was a huge shift i mean i got shot down for even thinking about using that stuff and now it's like that kind of that technology though what it did is it replaced the idea of having to shock a pool like two or three times and then guys would just say oh it's got to be drained and then because we had no idea about what phosphate was and right. then you're bringing up the IntelliFlow. we're going to have these young guys are you know starting somebody that's like 18 years old now they're not even going to know what a single stage pump is they're going to be like oh that's that's the IntelliFlow. that's what we've always used and you know yeah. all these things just go downhill in, in the know, right direction you're right it's like these guys that are older they need to you know either yeah. they're going to be phased out or you know they're going right. to lose business is, is you know with this group i'm trying to like grab that young guy's attention and just grab them and pull them up to the top and, you know, just teach people. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a reverse evolution thing if you think about it, because now like we're so used to brass pumps. And I, when I came out, the, the first variable speed pump was that four by 180 or four by 160, you know, no LCD mm. display. And, you know, you had to figure out how to set speeds, you know, and stuff on oh, it. It was a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's kind of like a reverse evolution where I'm seeing people post like a single speed pump on the group and they're like, what is this thing? <laughs> and it's just like, you, you kind of got to laugh, you know, like they'll come across an old uh, brass swim quick pump or something. And they're like, what is this dinosaur? You know, some, some old filter from 
you know, an American product filter from the eighties and they're like, what is this? And yeah, that's pretty funny. All the old guys get a chuckle out of it. And, you know, you got no stainless steel filter. I was taking out those bronze pumps for a while, those aqua flows. Yeah. And I go down to the a couple of fishing boats in Newport, and they would use, they still use those aquifer pumps for the bait tanks. Yep, because exactly. they can run those things dry for a month, and all you have to do is slap in their shaft seal, and you're back on the road again. So, <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I saw my friends, uh, there's a commercial fishing boat, you know, and uh, down there was changing engines out, and I saw all those aquifer pumps, and I was like, really? <laughs> but you know they don't corrode and no they, they run dry and it's, it works for them on a fishing boat and i'm like why do you have these dinosaurs on your boat but you know i have like six or seven of them and i'm just like wow but so yeah it's crazy but you know so if you're uh looking for the group it's swimming pool industry workers and pool pros only um, it's on Facebook. You can search for it. Um, a lot of people just seem to find it. Uh, we're growing every day. Um, I really um, recommend the group. So many great things going on there. And we thank you for that. We thank you for getting that started. And we thank you for running that group And uh, so everyone's polite. Occasionally you get a jerk in there, but you seem to uh, snap the chain on those guys pretty quick. And then they're nice yeah. again. So Everybody has a bad day once in a while. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's a good place. People will just go in there and vent. If it helps you feel better, you're like, God damn, this homeowner's dog came out and had to jump on the fence and blah, blah, blah. And then there was, you know, a ton of leaves in the pool. And people like to share content pictures, and it's great. So, you know, if it helps you, you know, we're It's good there. for everybody. Yeah. It's a, it's a big support group. So, you know, check it out. You know, give us a try. Um, hey, before we wrap – Sorry, before we wrap this up, um, is there anybody you'd like to see on here? Uh, I know we had talked about that before, but. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of influential industry leaders lately. Um, I think uh, somebody from Arenda, like Eric Knight, who's really a great speaker and has all these really great analogies to simplify pool chemistry and enzymes and carbon-based contaminants. Um, I think I think Eric Knight would be a really great uh, person to have on there. Um, somebody, yeah, he's kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's making a lot of waves in the industry. You um, mentioned somebody in Florida though to me over the phone. Who was that? Um, Eric Taylor at Chlorine King. Um, That's right. He, he's a young guy in the industry, and uh, if there was ever a business model to be uh, documented for coming into the industry raw and green. I think Eric Taylor uh, would be a great candidate. I mean, he had no pool experience, came into the industry, had a mentor, taught him the ropes. But, you know, I mean, even I look at it and I think I should have done that because he started out completely correct, you know, went and got licensed. In Florida, you have to have a special license to work on any pool equipment. So he wasn't just out there running amok like when you first start out you know you get some tools and a truck and you're out servicing pools and hustling and trying to build your business you know he did everything right went out got licensed insurance had his trucks wrapped did a website got insured has a podcast has you know sure. he's awarded one of the top 50 service companies in the industry and he's only been at it for two years 
It's amazing. So good guess. I've learned a lot from him. He's learned a lot from me. We're good friends. We talk almost every day. Um, So he's just influential in how he started out his business, and he just did it the right way. And I think a lot of people can learn a lot from that guy. Um, You know, he comes from a kind of a rough background, and, you know, he just finally said, all right, enough is enough. And, you know, it's great to see that guy grow and, you know, buy a house and buy new cars and get married and, you know, he's just done a little, so much in the last two years. And I, without that pool industry, none of that would have happened for that guy. So Love he's that. a great person. I think somebody from Zodiac, like uh, Michelle Canyon, to talk about, um, you know, their new policy on quitting the Internet. You know, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of chatter and a lot of noise about that. Some people are for it. Some people are against it. Um but she yeah i know i mentioned on your group and i want to clarify myself i'm not against it i just think it's uh i mean it's not even a risky thing for them to do i think they're a big enough company they can absorb that but i think it's one of those things that it's you know it's it's a you know you put yourself out there a little bit but i commend them for doing it um you know it's being a leader doing some things that aren't necessarily status quo is leading you know and hopefully they lead by example so yeah, I think it's going to change the industry. I think other people are going to, other companies are going to follow suit um, once they see how beneficial it is to the industry, you know? Sure, sure. Well, hey, let's tie this up. Uh, man, I appreciate having you on here as our first guest as well. Um, Steve, you want to say anything before we yeah, close? I just, I just want to thank Jason for coming on, spend a little time with us. That's uh, very generous of you. And we, uh, for my money, I hope to have you back on a regular basis because you got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, definitely would uh, like to come back. There's always, you know, something to talk about. Uh, maybe next time we could talk about UPA's uh, contractor licensing package that uh, just rolled out here recently. Oh, that's right, the contractor's license kit, 125 bucks to all UPA members. All the study stuff you need. Don't have to go to a class. Can't beat yeah, it. You're let's right. Let's do that. Awesome. All right, all guys. Right, all right, you guys have a good day. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for watching.